You're listening to the Happy and Healthy Podcast with Amy Lang, founder of Moxie Club. When you're looking for lasting weight loss, join us here for the mindset you need, a dash of inspiration, and stories that will bring it all to life. Episode number 90. Well, hey there, Amy here. Thank you so much for joining me today and welcome to the Happy and Healthy Podcast. So when this episode officially airs, it will be Monday, October 11th, and that is 12 weeks before the end of 2021. So how are you doing on your goals? Because what I want to make sure happens is that you are not repeating the same New Year's resolutions every year. I want to make it so that it's possible for you to achieve your goals. So as I am recording this, I am getting ready to go out to Michigan for a few weeks to help my mom celebrate her 83rd birthday. And I got to tell you, I am so grateful that I actually get to celebrate it with her in person this year. So I've been doing a lot of preparing content so that I don't have to be doing stuff while I'm in Michigan so that I can really enjoy the visit with her. And one of the things that I've been working on is a new training that I'm calling How to Lose Weight for the Last Time. And as I was working on this material, I started thinking about the big players in the weight loss industry. I'm not going to name names, but there are some biggies out there, right? And I was really thinking about how blindingly obvious it is that their programs are missing some key components in solving the weight loss equation. And the reason I say it's missing key components is because it really hasn't solved the weight loss problem. Because if it had we would be able to lose the weight and keep it off. Now, to be fair, their spokespeople are talking about mindset. But here's the message that they're saying. They keep saying their program works and the mindset is about sticking with their program. Even though sticking with it is exactly what's unsustainable. So, There's this cynical part of me that wonders, that suspects that they know they're missing key components, but they also know that when people regain the weight, as long as they believe that the program works, they'll go back to it. And this is a way for them to have a built-in repeat customer base. It's really cynical, right? I hope not. And the reason I actually have hope is because I also know when I owned Pacific Heights Health Club, I had the best of intentions. And lots of people did join the club in order to lose weight. And even after owning it for 15 years, It literally wasn't until the last two or three years, until about mm, 2017, 
that I learned the key pieces of information that had been missing. And here I'm talking about the abundance principle, where we really want to shift from states of scarcity to abundance when making our decisions, and how to apply that to thought work, and how to apply that to which habits we want to focus on first, and how to actually make habits stick. And even things like trusting our body, listening to our body, right? So after I figured this out, and then tested it on myself and my friends, and then on my private clients for the last couple years. I now know these were the missing components. So inside Moxie Club, we have a system that can create repeated success. It's a system that does what it was designed to do, as opposed to folks experiencing success in spite of the system where the failure rate is 95%. And here I'm talking about those stats that say 95% of people who lose weight gain it back within five years. I mean, seriously, can you imagine any other industry? Let's take airlines, for example. (laughs) If they weren't able to land their planes successfully 95% of the time, would they dare say that they had the best airline? (laughs) No. So we want diets and weight loss programs who are claiming to be really good to be able to help people lose weight and keep it off 95% of the time, not just 5%. I just fundamentally do not believe that 95% of the people are doing their program wrong. Think about that. So today I want to talk about some of these deeper beliefs that we have that get in the way of our weight loss efforts, our goals. And these beliefs can be either on a conscious level where where we're aware of them or they can really be at a subconscious level. And here, I think the elephant and rider metaphor is the best way to explain why we want to uncover those subconscious beliefs. So if you're not familiar with this metaphor, the subconscious mind is the elephant and the conscious mind, the one you're aware of, is the rider. Now, if you want to go somewhere, you need the elephant's cooperation. Otherwise, you're not going to get there. Ultimately, we will go where the elephant wants to go. So when we talk about these deeper beliefs, the first one that I want to talk about today is the one that says, I should be able to do this on my own. And I feel like I hear this so often from my clients. You guys are successful, smart, well-educated professionals. And because of this, that self-reliance and the ability to figure things out, you really do think you should be able to do this weight loss thing on your own. 
that you shouldn't need help to lose weight because you already know what you need to do, what you're supposed to do. And while I know DIY, do-it-yourself is very, very popular these days. Home Depot knows it, right? And oftentimes we think it is really simply if we just burn more calories than we consume, right, than we eat. Or if we consume fewer calories, then we'll lose weight. And so therefore, how often do you catch yourself saying, Literally, I already know what I need to do. I'm just not doing it. And I will tell you, I did this for a long time. So what I'm describing now as a thought mistake will hopefully be obvious to you by the end of this podcast. But I want you to know it really did take me a long time to get to this place. So the thought that I know what to do, that I don't need to join a program or hire someone or spend money to do this because I really should be able to figure this out, that I should be able to do this on my own is really a sneaky thought that goes through our heads. And well, I will say there is a select group of people, a small group of people who with some guidance, like focusing on some key habits. Just this little bit of guidance is actually enough. And if this is you, then I am really happy for you. That is wonderful. But if you're in that larger group, like I was, who know what you're supposed to do, and you believe that you should be able to do this on your own, but you haven't gotten results yet, I want you to keep listening because when we haven't gotten results, what's the next thing we do? It's the natural next thing. And that is to try to come up with reasons why not. So the mistake that I'm pointing out here is the mistake of thinking I should be able to do this on my own. And the consequence of this mistake is that you haven't gotten the results you want. Now, when this happens, again, it's really natural for us to look for reasons why. And there are three categories, if you will, that I have heard over and over again. The first one is we blame not having enough time. Or we look at lack of support from others or our obligations. And then the third one that's really, really tricky to navigate is when we don't get the results we want, what do we make it mean about ourselves? So when we talk about looking for reasons why it isn't happening, assigning character flaws to ourselves. So let me unpack this a little bit here, okay? When I talk about time, how often have you told yourself, I should be able to do this on my own if only I had the time I needed to focus on this. And so we still aren't able to get to the place we want to be and create the result that we want. And when you do this over and over again, when you put 
other priorities in front of yourself, you're basically saying, I'm not as important as these other things. And I do hear this a lot with moms. And so the thing that needs to change in order for me to do it is I just need more time so I can focus on it. And well, my life is too busy right now. And it's going to be a big undertaking, this weight loss project. And I can't really take that on right now. And so then we put it off. And yet we still keep telling ourselves, I should be able to do this on my own. When I have more time, I'll be able to focus on it. The problem with this is that, well, in my experience, it's not like there's a time lottery where we can buy a ticket and win a bunch of extra time so that we can go focus on losing weight. Every day, our time is filled with things that are important to us. And then there's also stuff that comes up that's urgent. So when we think that we just need more time to focus on weight loss and we don't dedicate the time to it, what we're ultimately doing is prioritizing other stuff ahead of ourselves. And I really see this happen with moms, especially. And no doubt there are times in our lives where it's probably not the best time to be focusing on weight loss. Say you've got a newborn and you're sleep deprived, or maybe you have lost a loved one and you're grieving and you just don't have it in you. And that is totally okay. But then what I don't want us to be doing is telling ourselves that we just need more time to focus on it. Okay, instead, let's admit the truth that you're just not in a position where you have the mental capacity or the emotional energy to take on any more change because we want to do it when it's healthy for you to do it, when it's a good idea to be doing it. Okay. So we can blame time or the lack thereof or other obligations that we have. And then if it's not about time, then the other thing I hear is it could happen if I just had more support at home. So this is kind of a first cousin to lack of time, right? If I didn't have so many things to do at home, it would be possible for me to lose weight, And I have a lot of clients who have spouses at home who maybe are in charge of cooking. Or (laughs) I've also got some that have spouses who actually bring home snacks. And there may have been conversations where it's, this is something I really want to do and I want your support. And I would like to plan on doing this together, but because they're not willing to do it, a lot of folks will let that be the obstacle. It's a challenge that they can't overcome. And then it becomes too hard. So understand that this is about 
being problem-focused, not solutions-focused. And when we do this, we're essentially arguing for our limitations. Not enough time, not enough support at home. But remember, the thought we're talking about, the belief, is that you really should be able to do it yourself. And if this is the case, then you really don't need anyone to support you. And quite frankly, if you were solutions focused in this moment, you would recognize that when it comes to, say, food preparation, there are a lot of ways to get food prepared the way you want it. There are so many meal programs out there and meal kits and even if you are an expert at ordering food in, if you just focused on some really simple things, even the habit of eating when you're hungry and stopping when you're comfortably full. We're adults. We get to choose what we're going to do. All right. So again, if we go back to this basic premise that we should be able to do it on our own and yet we're not if we haven't gotten the results and we're looking for a reason, what's the next thing we blame? So it's not time and it's not lack of support. How many times have you caught yourself saying something like, what's wrong with me? Why can't I figure this out? I used to say this to myself all the time. It's my body. It's really simple. Why can't I figure this out? So now what are we doing? We're focusing on our personal attributes. Like I lack motivation or I need to be more disciplined or maybe I like food too much. I don't have enough willpower, right? That I don't have the self-control and the willpower to make better decisions in the moment. So here, instead of challenging the premise of I should be able to do this on my own, we're also agreeing with the premise of the question, what's wrong with me? It means that there really is something wrong with you. That's what you're accepting. Like there's actually a character flaw within us that's creating this problem that we aren't able to overcome. And yet you still keep insisting I should be able to do it myself. So on the surface, it does sound reasonable. But if we aren't doing it, if we know what we're supposed to do, but we don't do it, I want us to ask what else could be going on. Because Thinking you need more discipline or more motivation or more willpower, these really are just sneaky ways of beating yourself up. And it's not kind to say this. It's not helpful. It doesn't serve you. And frankly, it's simply not true. And you wouldn't say it to your best friend. Because basically... It's like you're saying you're not good enough to be able to have this thing you want that you should be able to create for yourself. 
Because if you're saying I should be able to do this on my own, I know all the things I need to know. So why am I not doing it? Well, it must be because something is wrong with me. Rather than recognizing that there's actually more you need to know. And more than anything, it's probably self-knowledge. So clearly something is missing. Because if you had already created the results you want, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. All right, so at this point, I hope that you are convinced that the belief I should be able to do this on my own is one that we want to challenge. And the pieces that are missing here, right, the new way, if you will, that I want you to think about this is to understand the identity cascade. And what do I mean by this? When we look at making changes, most of these programs focus on making changes to our environment. So this is where we do things like clean out our pantry or stock our refrigerator with healthy foods and prepare healthy snacks. And I am definitely a strong supporter of the idea that structure helps to drive behavior, okay? But it's not enough. Now, the next thing these programs tend to focus on is behaviors. It's that whole avoid eating these foods, make sure you eat these foods, track your points or calories or macros. These are all behavioral in nature, okay? If we keep going up the ladder, the next set of changes we can focus on are building skills. So if you want to eat healthier, maybe you need to learn how to cook more so that food prep becomes a uh, second nature to you. But I will tell you, there's plenty of people that are at a healthy weight that don't cook. <laughs> so it's not necessary. But for some, that may be a skill that folks want to create in Moxie Club, we teach the skill of how to create new habits. That is a skill. We also include changes at the identity level. So these are those self-limiting or self-lifting beliefs that we focus on, where we really take a look at thoughts we have, we challenge the premise so that the interpretations, what we make it mean about ourselves are ones that serve us. And when we can actually shift from these states of scarcity where we're beating ourselves up, which then leads to self-sabotage, and we are playing to our strengths, that's when the magic happens. That's when we get to see change that is amazing. That's when lasting weight loss becomes easy and inevitable. And that's why it's called the identity cascade. When we make those changes at the identity level, there's this cascading, this chain reaction effect. And that's really what I want for you.
So that is it for today. I am really looking forward to finishing this training so that I can give you details <laughs> and you can sign up for it. All right. But until then, I want to leave you with a quote by Jim Quick. Knowledge is power. You hear it all the time. But knowledge is not power. It's only potential power. It only becomes power when we apply it and use it. You've been listening to the Happy and Healthy Podcast with Amy Lang. If you enjoyed today's episode, by all means, hit the subscribe button now. If you're ready to get started, visit my website, moxieclub.com. That's M-O-X-I-E hyphen C-L-U-B dot com. And sign up for a free 20-minute coaching session with me. And remember, making your choices when you're in a state of abundance is where the magic happens. Thank you.